Welcome to this first podcast. Uh, the Bishop staff team here in the Diocese of Gloucester are coming together to have conversations that might lead us into just speaking to each other in these strange times, but also speaking to each other about our faith and how that sustains us at this current time. My name is Sting Lake. I'm the Dean of Gloucester, and I'm going to be in conversation with Hilary Dawson, the Archdeacon of Gloucester. Um, we, we can't move around the close without our titles, as you can tell. So I just want to say hello to Hilary and ask you, Hilary, perhaps first how this lockdown and this period of pandemic has been for you in your role as Archdeacon and also how it's been personally. Hello Stephen and it's lovely to talk to you. It feels very strange to be speaking virtually when we live so close together with a very large cathedral between us which we both have a view. So I guess that illustrates the beginning of what I would say it is strange to be looking at a closed building and strange having to work out what it means to be a faithful archdeacon in God's church. How best to fulfil that role when I just can't fulfil it in the ways that I usually do. Personally speaking, I guess I'm having good days and bad days like everybody else. I'm very grateful for having husband and daughter with me, for family around me, but I also worry about the family that I'm not with my son and especially my mum who is frail and elderly and in a care home. But I'm also noticing things more. I think I'm much more aware of the ordinary tasks and how doing those with love is very important and aware too of the beauty of the world around us. But there are times when I felt very lonely and longing to be out to see friends, to give people a hug to do the things that are normal, but at the moment feel like they're threats for those we love. So that's how I'm feeling. Thank you. I think it's really important that um, everybody is able to say the, the personal things about this completely unique time, as well as the professional things. And I think that's really important for those in leadership and really important for all clergy and, and for all Christians in that sense, because showing our humanity, I think, is, 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 is of course, what Jesus did in, in coming to us. The word made flesh was all about God showing humanity within the divine. And, and I think without being churchy about this, that's part of our calling at the moment. Um, so, yes, I don't mind saying uh, myself that it's really strange. Um, we, we've certainly got a house full. Um, our two sons are here, grown men now, eating us out of house and home. We've spent nothing on anything else apart from the grocery budget. Um, but also our daughter, who isn't here because she's in isolation because she works at Gloucester Royal Hospital and indeed has had the virus. Um, she was laid low for a fortnight and that's a sort of scary time that I will remember but not want to remember so she's staying away so uh, to be careful of not coming here but now doing vital work in in the hospital and I don't know about you Hilary but I, th I think for me that especially with having the cathedral closed first time since 1208 
um, and um, even some of our older colleagues don't remember as far back as that. Um, but it's an absolute, um, I mean, I'm very aware with incumbents in the diocese that their feelings of having their churches closed, um, because I can relate to that completely. For a cathedral, it's all about being open. It's all about um, public worship every single day, three or four times a day. And to have that taken away is absolutely painful. It's taken away purpose, partly of why we're here. And if I had to say how I react to that, apart from negatively, then I think it's about our faithfulness and holding on to our faith that is not just about a building, but is also about abiding and abiding with this period and, and recognising that our faithfulness is rooted in the gospel, not just in a particular place. Um, but but it, it's really important for me to say that about place and our faithfulness in holding on until we can be open again. Um, you know, we've been through Easter, haven't we? And the rolling back of the stone from the tomb was a moment and had a big impact. But actually the sharing of the good news was a gradual event. And, and we're gonna return gradually. Um, and gradually you'll be able to go and, and visit your parishes again. But it, it will be different for a long time, won't it? It will be different. And I think it is right that we own the fact that closed buildings are painful, that we acknowledge that pain. And on my daily walks, I always end, end up walking back towards the cathedral and I have this vision of the doors being open and people pouring in and out, but it will take a while to get there. And I guess that one of the things that strikes me so much at the moment is community, being connected, the privilege of being on the phone to people such a lot and feeling that connection that we are being faithful because we are together and we are showing God's love in the world in countless ways. I'm sure that's right. And I, I'm reflecting on the fact that it's VE, day 75th anniversary this coming Friday and that was a release from the lockdown of war uh, for five years not five weeks and the contrast between the way in which people will be able to you know the big announcement everybody spilling out onto the streets hugging each other celebrating it's not going to be like that for us and um, I think we faithfulness is what will sustain us in this in this period because our return is going to be very different um and Hilary you said to me the other day about how Julian of Norwich has had uh, an impact on you in terms of someone who lived a lockdown life absolutely and interestingly we mark Julian of Norwich on the same day as VE Day and there was somebody in medieval England who was living as a recluse, as a hermit, uh, and age 30, in a world full of illness and unrest, she received visions from God, visions of God's love. But what mattered to her was not the visions themselves, but the outpouring in her that came from those visions. And for her, it was that devotion to God and an overflowing love of humanity. And perhaps one of the ways that will help us to come through this will be to remember that after VE Day, there were restrictions and difficulties and suffering that did continue. And it won't be easy for us either. But how we respond and how we say thank you to those who show that overflowing love for humanity day by day as we speak, 
will be what brings us through this. I'm sure you're right. I, my father was born during the war, so he doesn't remember the conflict, but he certainly remembers the rationing that went on afterwards. And he keeps reminding me at the moment uh, in our daily telephone calls, um, he's very much on his own um, down in Dorset, that uh, actually a lot of people have been through this before uh, in different ways. And I'm very aware of how some of the older members of our community spend a lot of life in lockdown, in loneliness, in solitude. Um, someone I was speaking to last week was saying that um, one of the things they really miss is having a conversation that isn't their only, only their thoughts in their head. And no doubt we all look forward to that moment of release. And perhaps one of the things we need to do is to think of those that are in isolation most of the time and we might need to be doing more for them. And I hope that one of the ways we can continue to be faithful is by being very gentle with one another and more understanding of what we each carry and compassionate to each other. And maybe this is a good, good moment for us to pray. I'm going to say the prayer of lockdown and the gospel that reflects on this is the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked. John 20 verse 19. Ever present God, be with us in our isolation. Be close to us in our distancing. Be healing in our sickness. Be joy in our sadness. Be light in our darkness. Be wisdom in our confusion. Be all that is familiar when all is unfamiliar. That when the doors reopen, we may, with the zeal of Pentecost, inhabit our communities and speak of your goodness to an emerging world. For Jesus' sake. Amen. Amen.